Hello, this is uh, Ray, California Ray, and it's it's like nine o'clock on a Sunday morning. I'm looking outside of my window, which is uh, which is looking like a pretty sunny day for the week. Uh, it wasn't sunny this week. It was actually quite cloudy. Weather's getting quite cold here in Budapest, Hungary. And it's a, it's a pretty good day, though. It looks like a day for walking. I'm kind of apprehensive about the walking thing because it is corona time and, and all that. But, uh, you know, you can't stay indoors. You must go out and, you know, get some fresh air, you know, live life, so to speak. Just be careful about it, right? Be careful what I touch. Be careful... Who I walk by and uh, and all of these things. All these things should be in the back of your mind. Don't be freaked out, but should be there. At any rate, the day I will start, I was listening to my last episode and I thought to myself, wow, that guy's dumb. <laughs> what the heck is he talking about? I just sounded like I was rambling and there was something in there that I wanted to say, but it just wasn't clear enough. So I think the only way to really, you know, uh, be less rambling and more talkative and get my thoughts in order is to just continue to have these conversations with you and hopefully uh, get better at it and to continue to listen back at each one and try to... Uh, Try to learn from the previous one and just, you know, correct any mistakes I've made and, and get better. So so I guess that's what I intend to do. Some people might listen to my podcast and say to themselves, Wow, you know, this is this is really bad or why is he doing this? Or there's no point in continuing to listen. And I would say to those people you might be right. <laughs> you might be right. I guess I would also say is that nothing ventured, nothing gained. I've been bad at a lot of things starting out. I can't think of everything I've been bad at, but I can also say that that has never deterred me from continuing moving forward on something. Uh, it actually gives me fuel to have people critique me in a way that is not necessarily positive. Because I feel that, you know, I don't know, it gives me energy, it makes me want to be better and wanting to prove anybody wrong. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of my, my way of looking at things and, and being productive and moving forward. So... That's why I will continue. One of the reasons, a few reasons why I'll continue on doing this. Plus, I think I have something to offer. Look, I've lived a lucky life. I really feel that, you know, a lot of the things that I've accomplished so far, I mean, my life is not ending. It continues on, but I've been fortunate. I've, I've worked 
in the early part of my life as a musician. And as a musician, you know, you know, a lot of people said, wow, you know, you should just probably keep your day job and, you know, don't, you know, don't even go that route. I mean, it's just a, you know, how, what can you really do or live or, you know, what, what can you really accomplish as a musician and have a very good life? You know, making money wise and family and everything else. But I continue forward. It's something I wanted. Never had a plan B. I always felt that having a plan B means that you're not concentrating enough on plan A, focused on plan A. So I always did. And as a result, I, you know, I think my early part of my music, music life, I put a, I, found a guy who, man, who was the, that opened my eyes to what I could accomplish in the music business. He was barely a musician himself. He wasn't very good at playing instruments at all. Yet he found himself uh, in the middle of a Paisley Park record deal which ended up providing him a million U.S. dollars at the time, which was, which is still quite a bit of money, but I would say 20, 30 years ago, even more money than you could imagine. Uh, and he orchestrated that whole deal himself. And I saw this mediocre musician become an executive in the music business and still be creative. And I realized at that moment, that's what I needed to do. That was like the key that I needed. I needed to see that. So I focused early on on trying to be good at everything possible in music, trying to understand everything in the business I possibly could. And uh, I was able to raise, I think it was 15,000 US, my first, my first, uh, you know, go at it, you know, my first business plan. Uh, Because I realized that it's not just music in the phrase music business, it's business. So, and that's what this gentleman taught me. So, uh, yeah, I raised 15,000 and that bought me some equipment. And then I learned that equipment as quick as possible. It took me like six months to really get around with learning how to use MIDI equipment and how to write with it and all of that. And then after that, I started putting little ads in different trade magazines, uh, local magazines to try to solicit uh, business as a producer, songwriter. I had a few bites on those ads and had people listen to them. I mean, uh, listen to my music and one thing led to another and I met a guy who was in the music business. Uh, or I'm sorry, that wanted to be in the music business. He was from Florida. He read my ad. He says, look, why don't you, you know, I'd like to, I'm looking for a producer. I told him, look, give me one of your songs and I will make it into what you wanted. And he told me and I spent literally 24 hours, turned it around. I played the song to him. He was floored. He couldn't believe that it was even the same song. 
and uh, immediately he hired me as a musician. So, uh, as a producer, excuse me. So I produced him. It was my first job, paying job in that space after receiving this equipment. And then that led into another gig uh, in Arizona. And I did that gig for a month, and that's the gig that took me out of the uh, shoe store I was working at during my J job, and I never looked back. I worked from there, so. So I guess I said all of that to basically say that, <laughs> try not to ramble um, here, is that you can be bad at a lot of things initially, but if you stay persistent and continue to do those things and you believe in yourself, I guess really believe in yourself, all those things wrapped up in one, uh, you know, it's not about luck. It's luck is only given the people that spend the time working on their skill set. You know, that's really what luck boils down to. And I'm not a person that relies on luck at all. Um, I believe if you've given 100% of yourself in something, then that is your luck. That truly is. I think luck is more related to having a brain, being lucky enough to be able to think, being lucky enough in life to, you know, have a mother and father that loves you and cares and, and raises you, or even one parent that does that process and shows you love. Uh, being lucky enough to have two arms and two legs, uh, food on the table, um, teachers that care about you learning. These are things that are out of your control are more reliant on luck. Right? But things you have complete control over. It's not about luck at all. You know, you know, destiny might have a certain amount of luck into it, but, you know, you can control your destiny to a certain point based on the decisions you make now. Based on the decisions I've made before. So keep that in mind when you talk about luck, right, or how lucky someone is. So, yes, I feel very fortunate. I guess I'll use that word at this point. So, anyway, kind of wanted to share that thought with you, and I actually wanted to talk about something else, but I think I'll leave it at that, just so it doesn't sound like I'm rambling anymore. Hopefully I learned from my mistakes of the previous podcast. And I hope you enjoyed this one. Have a beautiful day, or night, or wherever you're at in the world, and uh, I will definitely keep them keep these podcasts coming.